Welcome back to the show. We're talking about two paths for new coaches and consultants and which path takes you where you really want to go. You know, as a newer coach or consultant, there are a couple paths that people tend to choose from it. And there's one path where they get stuck. Now, what do I mean by newer? You know, it could mean that you're just launching your coaching or consulting business, but it could also mean that you're jumping into a new niche where you're not necessarily new to the business, but you're new to that niche. You know, for example, you might be known in the real estate space, but you're jumping into a bigger space like personal development, or maybe you've been involved with big companies and big brands or big thought leaders, but you're behind the scenes. And so you have credibility, but you don't have a lot of name recognition. Either way, you're kind of in the same boat. These are all very common scenarios. And I love, love, love talking through the strategy at this stage. So here are the two paths in terms of what you offer and how big of an audience you try to build. You can either go big audience, small prices, or small audience, big prices. These are the two best options. The absolute worst option is the path where people often get stuck, which is small audience and small prices. That is a recipe for frustration. So which of the paths is better for you? And you might be saying to yourself, well, but I can do both. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, no, you can't. And uh, because all of your time, energy, attention, capital, profit, like all of it has to be put into cutting through the noise. And it's really hard to cut through the noise as it is. It's even harder to cut through the noise when you yourself are unfocused on what you want. So let's get that right out of the way. You're going to have to do one or the other. There is no middle path. So which of the paths is better for you? Should you go for building a big audience and selling them a digital program or a course, which is the you know Brendan Burchard uh, model, for example? Or should you go straight to the most valuable slice of the market and cater to them? So first ask yourself what kind of assets you have on hand. Do you have, for example, a big email list? Do you have a pre-existing social media audience? Uh, do you have relationships with big influencers where they have big followings that you can get access to? Do you have the, the capital and the know-how to run a list building campaign like an online summit or a physical event? Uh, do you have the capital for, uh, you know, for ads to spend on YouTube ads or Facebook ads to grow an audience? Uh, do you have the energy, the time, and the connections to speak at events consistently? There's no guarantee that just because you want speaking events that you'll actually get them and be able to do it consistently enough to build an audience. So look at your assets that you have. If you don't have most of those things, then starting with a small price offer just isn't a good idea in today's climate. And I want to go into why. The reason why is because the world has changed and especially social media has changed just in the last few years. It takes more time and energy and cash to build an audience than it did five or 10 years ago. You know, big brands have jumped in, they've got big budgets. And so Facebook and Instagram ads aren't cheap anymore. You know, it used to be that you could get one $1 leads, you know, $1 email opt-ins off of Facebook. Now they're more like five to $10. Uh, and that is a, like a big bucket of ice water on your hopes and dreams. If you're counting on Facebook and Instagram ads to build you an audience, cause you're going to have to come into it with quite a big chunk of money already. And as a side note, uh, if you think hiring like a Facebook ads agency is a solution, holy cow, think again. Uh, I think I have yet to run across a client of mine who has retained a Facebook ad agency for longer than 12 months. And it might even be shorter than that. Most of the people I know that have hired Facebook ad agencies left them inside of six months. And that is not because they weren't serious. You know, most of my clients have plenty of cash. They have plenty of intellectual capital. They have interesting things to say. They have a clear and compelling idea. They have all that stuff. But a Facebook ad agency was not able to get them leads for consistently under $10 an email opt-in, which is absolutely insane that it costs that much, but that's the reality that we live in right now. So 
you might be thinking, well, then let's go organic. I'll just continue posting to social media. I can get better reach if I just put more content out. Um, not necessarily. So here's what I'm seeing. To build a following on social media right now, you have to play by the rules of Facebook and Instagram at a high level. And even then there's no guarantees. If you enjoy social media and you'd be there, even if it didn't make you any money, then by all means spend time there. But if you're probably listening to this podcast, that's not you. Anybody that's drawn to a podcast like this, if you tend to be more on the introverted side, or if you're at least you're a digital introvert, you probably look at social media as primarily a way to keep in touch with your friends. And anything beyond that is kind of a necessary evil. I mean, you're, yeah, you have your profiles there to keep somebody from stealing your brand name or because you've got some people that followed you there in the past. Uh, but you know, you're probably not spending a lot of time there. I would say then growing a big audience organically is probably not the best answer for you. So here's what tends to happen when you're a newer coach or consultant and you choose the path of building a big audience and selling something with a small price tag. You end up spending a ton of time creating your offer and your product and your funnel. And then you realize that building the audience of the email list isn't easy. People are distrustful. You don't have big name recognition yet. So you have to overcome more barriers, you know. If you run ads, they have to be that much better to cut through the noise. So the ads that might work for big names in your space won't work for you. You know, at the end of the day, you're likely to get stuck on that third path, which is small audience and small prices. That's, you know, I call that a recipe for frustration. So what's the solution in all this? Well, in the Microfamous book, I talk about going after the most valuable slice in the market and establishing a home base first. So I want to pull out some things from that chapter that are relevant to newer coaches and consultants. So let's start with what is a home base? A home base is a leadership position that we built with a specific group of like-minded people in our niche. Serving this group allows us to experiment and develop our tools and systems faster to a higher level, and it's where we can dig in and deliver big results to our first round of clients. So if you think about it like your business is like a mountain expedition, then a home base is like your base camp that's you know halfway up or whatever. It's what supports your overall mission to reach the summit. So when you work with that home base, which is the most valuable slice of the niche, the, the early adopters, the, the influential, the people that have the money, they have the time to experiment with new things, all that stuff. When you work with those types of people first, then as your tools and systems get better and they take less time and effort to deliver results to that core group of clients, then you can start to build up surpluses, right? You start having a surplus of money, which is called profit. You start having a surplus of time and energy. You start having a surplus of capital. You can then invest those surpluses into a new round of growth. That's a great time to look at offering something like group coaching or digital programs and courses, or you can put, you know, some of those surpluses back into growing your audience with another you know, pillar of your marketing system, like a podcast. So in my podcast production agency, that's the point where most newer coaches and consultants land on my doorstep, which is they built up surpluses of time, energy, and profit that they want to invest and they want to keep growing which is all fantastic, but it all starts with carefully choosing your path. Big audience and small prices, which is very tough to build starting out, or small audience and big prices, which is a lot easier. So if you're a coach or a consultant who is newer to the scene or you're getting into a niche where you're not well known, that's the path I recommend. Small audience, big prices. To me, the best time to jump into offering something lower price like a digital course is when you have more demand for you than you can handle either in individual or in group settings. And of course, you can find success stories of people who have done the opposite, like Ty Lopez, for example, who apparently sold his interest in a couple of nightclubs and online dating sites to fund his initial, um, like his uh, book, book club program, 67 Steps. That was a low price $67 offer that needed a huge audience in order for it to be profitable. But guess what? He came into it with capital and he came into it with some serious internet marketing know-how 
and a critical difference in the timing, which is back then, email audiences were a lot easier to build through Facebook ads. So you had all those advantages. So you can definitely find some success stories out there of people who have done the opposite. But in this climate right now, with how tough it is to build an audience either organically or paid on social media, it's hard and expensive and time consuming to build an audience either organically or through paid ads on social media right now. To me, the path of building a home base first is the much better option. Serve a small audience with big price offers that give you massive advantages to who you are, right? Um, what it really gives you is it gives a massive advantage to you if you're patient, right? If you're the one who's willing to grow slowly and steadily rather than fail quickly and spectacularly, then that's the path I'd recommend. And, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably tend to be more on the patient side than others. We're all, we all get impatient. But if you're willing to take a look at the long game and you're willing to see the truth, the reality of where we're at, rather than holding on to the fantasy of going right after a big audience right away and offering them a low price product and getting stuck on that path where you actually don't end up building the audience, but you have that low price offer and that's all you've got. The See the truth and the reality of what that is, which is a fantasy. The big audience with a small price offer right away when you don't have all those assets I mentioned earlier, that is a fantasy. So rather than, uh, rather than chase a fantasy, I would encourage you to see the truth and the reality of the situation as, a, as what it is, which is we are in a time right now, and this may change, but right now where we're at in 2021, it's hard, expensive, and time-consuming to build an audience from scratch. So if you don't yet have an audience, rolling out first with a small price offer is not a winning strategy. The winning strategy is to go after a small, very focused, very valuable audience, offer them something high ticket, a big price. So small audience, big price. That's the path that I recommend if you are starting out in today's climate, or if you are not starting out, but you're starting into a new niche, you're going into a bigger niche, you're going into an adjacent niche, you're going into a space where you don't yet have the big audience already. So there's more that I could say here, because there's probably a whole other episode here, but I'll just briefly mention kind of this idea, this concept that I, I, I hope to put into more refined terms later on which is that there are certain things, there are certain offers, there are certain products or programs you can come out with that really only function in a business to harvest demand that's already there. They don't create new demand. They just harvest and take advantage of demand that's already there. So when you're a Dan Kennedy and you come out with, um, you know, a home study program, you know, uh, whether it's on video or audio or something like that, Dan Kennedy has spent 30 years building up demand for Dan Kennedy. So when he comes out with a low price offer and sends it out to his email list, right? He's, he's taking advantage and he's harvesting, he's reaping a harvest on demand that's already there. If you were just starting out, that program is probably not the best move for you because the demand isn't there yet. You have to go out to the market with something that can create demand and take advantage of that. So there are differences in products and programs that you can offer as a, as a coach or a consultant or a thought leader. There's a difference in products that you offer that take advantage of demand that you already have and just kind of harvest it versus something that's planting seeds and then you harvest them later, if that makes sense. So those are the two paths. That The one that I recommend, small audience, big prices. That way you don't have to come into it with a big email list, a big name, or a big budget for ads. 
Those are the three things that you really need in order to build a big audience in today's world so that you can offer them a low-priced offer. All right, that's what I've got for you today. I mentioned the podcast production service. So if you're in that stage where you do have a surplus, right? You've got a surplus of profit. You've got some extra time. You've got some energy. You want to put it into something that's going to grow your audience, probably into something that's going to take some of the audience you have and nurture them even further and convert them into true believers into what you have to say. And people that are huge fans of yours that want to buy everything you put out, including your most expensive things, that's what a podcast will do for you. So if you want to have that podcast run for you completely done uh, for you behind the scenes and all you do is show up and hit record and talk and do what you do best and the other team does the rest, that's what we do. So just go to getmicrofamous.com. There's a video from me there where you can check out our podcast production service and you can book a brainstorm call. So that's what I've got for you today. Enjoy uh, the rest of the day. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you then.